Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, guys. Mm, What's happening? What? May the 4th be with you. Your, your Yoda? Oh, May the 4th oh, be with you. May 4th, yeah. There you go. Just throwing it out there, you know? Star May Wars. May 4th. Or as he likes I, to call it, Dark Vader. <laughs> Dark Vader. Darkness. I mean, I was a kid, man. What'd you expect? I, I, Even I, as an adult, I thought it was he, Dark Vader. He's Vader dark. breaks out the lifesaver. He's dark. I don't know. What yeah, I just never, you know, <laughs> you know how it goes. I, because I'm not a, a Star Wars guy like that. Mm-hmm. Although, they're great, great movies, I'm sure. You know, everything's great. <laughs> right, you know that with Max. Yeah, well, I'm not. It's good though, but it's, yes, especially especially bad. in recent years, Keith. Yes, I'm not talking bad about it, but yeah, I just never, I don't know, and I just figured when you hear it, it's like they don't, you don't hear Darth, you just kind of yeah, hear, hear dark, dark. Yeah, so you like, like you dark. see it's the costume, Darth. but it's it's really, yeah, the th like Darth. You're supposed to. It's supposed Nobody's, to sound like who Darth. Says Darth. There's a reason. Yeah, it's but Darth. like, dark. but who say Darth? Like, no, who yeah, really? No one talks like that. As I always tell well, you, not Max. here, but no. on uh, Tatooine or whatever, you know. Yeah, but come on, man. You say dark, dark. dark. See how that is? Or you just you know, I got my dark, daughter. Dark I got Vader. my daughter to watch Star Wars because Disney had just bought the franchise. Yes, she wouldn't great, stop watching, great franchise. Uh, she wouldn't incredible stop, franchise. She wouldn't stop watching incredible. Disney it princess movies. It is really incredible, movies. though. So I was like, hey, you know what? This is a Disney princess movie, and I tricked her into watching it. It was true. There was a Disney princess. Once Disney bought it, Princess Leia is a Disney princess. What? I'm trying to use the force to tell you to stop talking, but it just <laughs> doesn't work. <laughs> he needs a kryptonite. <laughs> I'm using the force, but Max just... That's because you don't have enough uh, midi-chlorians, they're called. Oh. That's right. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Absolutely. Ab- right. Key, absolutely. Key, when you don't know what something is, and you- absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. got to fake it, man. I- <laughs> hey, I don't claim to know everything. Well, I do. And let me tell look, you something look, else. Look, look at my head, Jay. Jay. <laughs> oh, you went to. Yeah. Yes. Max, yeah. Are you hearing me or are you listening to me? Uh, neither. <laughs> I don't, I'm not making any attempt. Whichever is the attempt. Forget about the actual success. Whatever the attempt is, listening here, I'm not doing that. Who, uh, uh, what time were you in your seat this morning? Oh, right on time. Hmm. 5, 29, and 45 seconds. So we, we have this thing that we have to be in our seats by 5.30. That's right. That's when our pre-show meeting starts. Yes, it's supposed to be. And Key was late today. Oh, my God. Seven minutes late. I'm sitting here. <laughs> Look at Key's face Twiddling when I my said thumbs. It. Like, <sighs> because because I decided, much like I did a couple weeks ago, yeah. when the individual on the show with us made a decision to <laughs> the individual on the show talk with about us. <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson Esquire. Go ahead. He was very... <laughs> Disturbed that we would come at a certain time Who's and we? we would have to Who's wait. We? We? Meaning like you myself, and I? you, the, the black people on the show. Okay, just mm. Uh, mm. he was very disturbed and he put his foot down and said that everyone had to come in. That's right. On exact time, right? Sounding very much like on, Pat Costello, but on a continue. Monday. Yes. On a Monday, everybody was supposed to be in the studio at five twenty. Mm-hmm. Every day after that, it was five thirty. Mm-hmm. Within days of that. The individual on the show made a decision that he was going to come later than what he 
said right. we should Teach come you a in lesson. in the foreseeable future. Correct, Key. And yes. as we move forward, he missed time, minutes, and everything. So I mm. felt like because he did it yesterday again on mm. top of his prior tardiness mm. that tardiness. Mm. I was going to get my six minutes back that was lost in okay. my life Fair yesterday enough. as Fair I enough. was sitting and waiting on him. Fair do enough. Minutes, you owe do, me a minute now. Do you were, roll I was over? six. You were seven. Wait, yes. Do, rollover oh, minutes roll over minutes. I'm up a minute. He owes me a minute. Oh. But I think it's very unfair to think that if I'm standing here plugging in and it's, it's at the 36-minute mark, and he wants to claim the last but minute see, on 37. I think it's ridiculous. But see, Keith, there are loopholes to this whole scenario because Max, his jacket was here, but when I walked in, I, 529, I, uh, he actually wasn't in uh, the seat. Uh, Nuno, my witness, I said, Nuno, since no one's here, I'm going to get up. And I asked permission. I was like, is that okay? And he, what did you say, Nuno? I said, go ahead. Yep, he did ask is. for permission. I'm not going to sit here but, by myself but, looking at the walls. I, I, certainly, I certainly could... <laughs> Say in the short term, foreseeable future, Future. things Uh will be different (laughs) moving forward. I'm glad we're having this table setting meeting on air. I appreciate table it. Setting. We're all on the no, same wait, page. Let's have well, a meeting right now about right. what we're going to talk about right, during no this. Problem. Yeah, let's go over some data points. No, no, run through the rundown right now. The six oh five rundown. Let's go. All right, the no. Sixers blew out the Seventy Sixers. Go. Wait, wait, wait a minute. The who did the, the Sixers Sixers blew out the Sixers? The what? Lead who? Wait, who? And this Let's is try why, that again. Wrong this data is, point, dog. This is this is really why we adjourn in caucus to try to figure things out. <laughs> caucus. caucus. Why it's, hey, Yates, why it's got to be caucus, am I right? Listen. <laughs> Been trying to find that out for years. <laughs> That's just to exclude certain what groups. What is wrong caucus. with us? All right. Why don't you just say we meet, we're meeting. It's simple, right? It's just, yeah, hey, yeah, we're going to go to a meeting. What's, we're going to have hey, the pre-production They used to be called meetings in the old days, and then – and then a certain group of mean? people showed up, and then they said, you know what, we're going to call these caucuses from now on and send a, send a message. Uh, Pre-show caucuses. Why does that show up in my calendar rundown? Celtics did blow out the Sixers, Jay, as someone on this show predicted yesterday. Oh, I remember do I get who. credit for actually getting one correct? It's not important who did it. We're a team, Jay. No. 121-87. Wait, why is it when we, I get it we, wrong, you guys, Jay, you got it wrong. But all of a sudden when I get it right, oh, we got it right. Jay, why are you dwelling on the past, man? Let's look forward. Because it usually it usually will say Keyshawn got it wrong when it wasn't me because the name's at the top of the show. I get mm. blamed for the bad. Yeah, well, mm. you're the leader. Mm. But now that you predicted it correctly, Max and I would like to get our credit as yeah. a group. <laughs> yes, as a group. Come on. We're as a, a group. Yeah, sure. It's like when we won the two-on-two. The three of us did. Remember that? No, but I it's don't. Certainly, Barton Hahn, had, KJM is a show. It's a team show, and we you won. added nothing to I, the scenario. How you dare gave you? Me no, you gave this is, Key and see, I nothing. In basketball, you're supposed to be a leader. What kind of a leader is this? I'm a leader calling out my teammate, but I'm doing anything. Damn. But but certainly the, the Celtics. That's did, right. They did blowed. They blowed. <laughs> they blowed oh. out the Celtics. They did. I mean, <laughs> no, it's not. Man. It's a little nip I'm and tucking in the first I love that quarter. Show. Back and forth a little bit, and then if you went to sleep early last night, you woke up this morning and said, damn, 121-87, and MB comes back, Jay, but what do you think about the fact that he played in the first place? I'm fine with it. I, this whole thing that people are saying he shouldn't have came back, stop. He is the MVP of the NBA. Can he go? And, and if he can go. 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 Key, like, what? 
I mean, it, that looked fine to me right there, that dunk. And how many times, Key, did we talk about people saying, well, you know, if the athlete can, can go, then they should go. Like, so he went, now we're telling them not to go. Well, there's going to be a level of adjustment that's going to come back with Joel Embiid. And James Harden, you see it. I think there's a tendency to defer, which you should, to the MVP. But realistically, they got one. They got one. Yeah, so the court, home court that's is all back that with that's, them now. Yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting way of looking at it. A lot of people are like, well, you already got one. Might as well rest Embiid. But you're saying you're going to have to reintegrate him into the group. Might as well, if you're going to burn that game anyway, you're burn probably it. going to lose. Burn it in his comeback game and then get a little momentum with the group altogether. And we knew but Doc and company didn't go into the game saying – Oh well, he just needs to get some run exercise right. on the floor. That, that's not well, that was not their mindset. Their mindset was we need to win the game. We need to go up two zero, and if he gives us the best chance to win, then he needs to play. If he's healthy, he can go. He should play. That's just look. I think you play with house money in these kind of situations, yeah. right? Like you got to win. James Harden was prolific. You feel this swarm of energy about to come your way with the Celtics. They're angry. Joe Mazzilla walked off the press conference because he didn't get asked about the schematics and how he changed things up. Uh, Jalen Brown played out of his mind. Marcus Smart applied incredible pressure. Look, they took 51 threes in this game, right? They hit the 20, they had 26 three-point attempts in the first game, 51 in this game. They had 26 three-point attempts at the beginning of the third quarter last night. So it was just a different vibe. So Joel Embiid was asked about whether he considered sitting out until Friday at the postgame presser. Here's Embiid. The way we saw it, um, you know, what I have, you know, is, you know, supposed to be out for, what, four to six weeks or something like that. So uh, so I'm not going to be 100%, you know, for that whole time. Or I'm not going to be fully healed for that whole time. And, um, you know, I felt pretty good, um, you know, to, you know, to play. And I feel like, um, you know, I can help the team, um, you know, defensively and offensively. Obviously, offensively, I... Uh, I wasn't as aggressive. Um, was just trying to let the game come to me, and then defensively, just protecting the rim. And uh, you know, I did a fine job. You know, when it comes to that, five blocks last night. I mean, look, it, you just want Joel Embiid to trend in the right direction, get his conditioning back very quickly, and get his aggressiveness back, right? Like you, you take multiple weeks off from the game. And you try to come back and find your rhythm. It's challenging for anybody, Key. I Look, the 76ers are still live in this whole thing. But I will tell you, last night I said that I felt like the Boston Celtics had an identity crisis. That is who Boston is. That's who Boston needs to be all the time. The aggressive, physical-natured team that applies pressure and inserts their will defensively. Like, that's who Marcus Smart needs to be. That's who Jalen Brown needs to be. Jason Tatum doesn't need to be one of seven from the field. Uh, but still, they imposed their will and their style on the 76ers. That was a good step for the Celtics last night as well. be interesting if, uh, like, as much as wide open as this year seemed, it winds up being Boston against either Denver or Golden State, right? Like, because in the old days in the NBA – you, you, oh, you knew just, going into the playoffs. Just skip right over the Lakers. Hold on. Why just skip over the Lakers? I'll tell you why. Because in the old days, you, you knew going in who's probably going to be in the finals. And then the season would take all these twists and turns, and it looked like, oh, no, maybe not. But then in the end, it turned out being who you thought. So it would be interesting if what happened this year is you got a rematch from last year's finals. Or, or at least one of them back in the finals and the other one the best record in the other conference. Because that would indicate it's actually business as usual. I don't want to see Denver. 
I don't want to watch Denver in the finals. I just don't. Sorry. Why? Because I'm going to go to sleep. Stop, man. I, I, th- th- this Denver slander is just Did you old. like watching the Spurs back it's in the day, old. Key? I only watched the Spurs when they played, like, in the Western Conference Final against the Lakers or – Tim Duncan didn't do it for Key. Uh, Jokic doesn't nah, do it for Key. Then, Key, do you know, other than Steph Curry, Jokic is probably the most prolific one-man offense in this league? I, un- I understand. Most prolific one-man offense in this league. I, I it's, and his numbers have gone up each playoff series. And by the way, look at some of the players I, he's played in the playoffs with as it relates to backcourt mates. I understand your POV on noticing Jokic and his ability POV. to continue right, to that do does it. Was board meeting. Was last night's <laughs> Celtics performance a preview? The Q1 report. This is, this is what I want to know. Driving into work today, Key, <laughs> were you sitting there wondering – whether what the Celtics just did to the Sixers is about to happen to the Lakers. What is, using the force. Get the break. Go, you're late. Get the break. Now. Mid fourth, they went to. Keyshawn J. Will and Max there ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance here on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can hear us on the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. We're right there. And, of course, here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, you can see us. What are you doing? What the hell is wrong with Jay? Just trying to use the force to get Max to hurry up and get to the segment. He likes to hear himself talk. No, you'd have to do a Jedi mind trick That's to do what... that. Yeah, you will get to the segment. See? Now. That only works on the weak-minded, you fool. 
<laughs> now be quiet. <laughs> this guy, man, the emperor over here. <laughs> so listen, uh, watching that game last night, you got to be thinking, man, this, the Celtics got caught on their home court and they came back with a vengeance. Big, you know, took a million threes and won by a million. Any, any fear, any fear, Key, I'm going to start with Key just for that. Key, any fear <laughs> that that happens to the Lakers in game two? With, with the, they're both doing it. With the, with the any, Warriors? Any fear, here, here's how you get there. Huh. Any fear that this could happen to the Lakers in game two? Bam. 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 Or right, any fear One. that this could happen to the Lakers in game two? Bam. Key, take it away. Yeah, yeah dri- driving in, I was thinking about it. Um... I was thinking about it. I said, I, I, this could happen to the Lakers at Golden State. Golden State's ticked off about the fact that we stole one, and now home court advantage shifts back to, I'm just going to say Staples Center. Y'all say Crypto Arena if y'all want to, but it's Staples Center to me. That it shifts back to Staples Center and Lakers. So I think the Warriors would come out with, with fire coming out of their noses. Steph Curry and company coming out and doing what they do getting better games out of uh, Wiggins, a better game out of Clay, better game out of Dre. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Lakers would continue what happened a couple nights ago when they clipped Golden State. I wouldn't be shocked. Key, what the hell does fire coming out of your nose have to do with it? Do I'm you so mean confused. smoke out of their ears? I know. I no, never I heard the expression fire coming out of their when, when, <laughs> when you got a dragon nose, don't do that. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Well, well, when does fire come out of somebody's nose? Where did well, that line come, come from? Out, when did the smoke come out of somebody's ears? But at least that's the same. Well, I'm but saying who says, my saying. But who says? Yes, exactly. Max, who says that I can't <laughs> say fire Who the hell invented fire out of somebody's nose? <laughs> if you saw, okay, so if you saw. There's something hot going on in your head and something's you coming out of saw, somebody. If you was walking down the street. Fire hose nose. Wait, if you was walking down the street <laughs> and you just happen to see a dragon, mm-hmm. you just, ha- you you just think, happen to see a dragon. Don't you think the dragon would be very mad? What is this, as the last dragon? Breathing out yeah, it could the be fire? that the breath, that the fire breath, if the mouth is closed, yeah. is the fire has to go somewhere, it comes out the nose. That could there you be. Go. What are we yeah. in the medieval times? Yeah. I, what the, well, you just they didn't go even have this. basketball back then. But I don't know that it's supposed we didn't to be play a, a, a reference well, to a dragon. I, where were we even back then? I don't, I don't see us in any of the movies. <laughs> Barely no, we were. Thrones. You didn't no. exist back then. You didn't know about that. Apparently, just, I mean, I'm just bringing up yeah. realistic questions. Right. What were we talking about, Jay? Just fire calm in the down. nose. Fire okay. in the nose. What do you think? Do you think you'll have fire in the nose or no? It worked. <laughs> fire coming out of their <laughs> nose. What's wrong with that? How does it make any why sense? Is it, why are you? Fire. It does. Coming They're out of their mad. nose. They're peed. They're, they're all they're, that. They're peed. Or peeved. Fire I said peed. coming out of their nose. He just said peed. Well, I was going to say something else, but I wasn't sure if I could say that. So he got, got yeah, caught. Yeah, so I know I saw where you were going. <laughs> he peed. didn't mean peed. Who are they peeing on? I mean, he mean, he mean fire out of the nose. Now they're peeing. P-O'd. What is going P-O'd. on? Peed. Or you could say ticked off, but he, uh, I, he's just short. another word that I, I wasn't sure, Jay, right. if right. I could say it, so I got caught. From P, it, it, you know, you know how yeah, it goes. That's not the fire out of the nose. Yeah, I got nose, it. Yeah. I got it. It's all coming, coming out of the nose. But as somebody would say to me yesterday, they go, it's amazing 
the way you are talking to us right now, I never see you make that mistake on TV. I say, I'm not. You don't have to worry about that because I'm going to always catch myself, Max, right? Even if the word makes zero sense, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. You have, to, you have the pee to, get the, to put the fire out that's coming out of your nose. I see right. how it all works together. So, Jay, what about that? <laughs> but what about the fire out of the nose and, and everything? Is that what's going to happen? I, it feels, it does feel like oh, the home team that got that, that you, got Keith. caught in game one is going to come out with a vengeance in game two. Does that? Do you see anything there? Uh oh. Do you see anything there in terms of what could happen in Golden State to uh, the Lakers? Mess. Game two. Yes. Yeah, I mean, look, I the fact that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Willie in Los Angeles, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. R. Kelly, our next guest. Good morning, gentlemen. How you guys doing? Hey, Jay, Will, I want to ask you, because you're a point guard, why do you think Golden State, as big as the Lakers is, and you see how we play in defense, why do you think Golden State can beat the Lakers? First of all, they're too small. So, I, I mean, and second of all, our guard lineup is real nice. And Clay is Clay, not what he used to be. So, say... Say Curry do get 40 or 50 points. Where's the rest of the offense coming from? Because we closing down the, the paint. Well, look, I, the Lakers have a legit chance to win the series. The reason why I would give the Warriors still a slight edge is the fact that age has something to do with this. There's not enough rest in between games. You're having a day off play, day off play, day off play. And the sustainability defensively from the guards – of the likes of Vanderbilt and D'Lo and Dennis Schroeder, I, I do think that Golden State and Steve Kerr are great at countering the counters, right? So this is a game of chess, and I think tonight you're going to see a lot more high pick and roll to provide separation for Steph, and I, I do wonder about AD has done such a good job of protecting the paint. Look for him to be involved in a lot more ball screens. Golden State, out of all the teams left in the playoffs, run the least amount of ball screens. So I think you're going to see them run more ball screens to drag AD out of the paint, and I think you're going to see Draymond and company increase the tempo of the game like you did in the fourth. I do give the edge to Steve Kerr from a head coaching perspective here, Um, and I do think you're going to see Golden State play a different style tonight, and we're going to see how the Lakers have to counter the counter of Golden State. It is interesting that you know, once upon because a time, because AD got a chance to just hang in the paint. Yeah, in this once game, upon a time, not, if you had a, a guy like AD, it's like, well, that team has the advantage. And Golden State's always, that's always been the vulnerability, right? Like, what if you're strong inside, but they shoot it so well from outside, they've been able to overcome it. And then when you're inside, you're counting by twos or sometimes threes if you get the and one. But from the Golden State's counting by threes, but it worked for the Lakers in Game One, so the, it does seem that Golden State needs to make that adjustment, right? Get AD out of there somehow. Not that he can't defend in space, but if he's out in space, then the paint is is you know it's not the same. Well, what's thing the right inside. way? To, what's the right way to, to get big? You got to make the defense rotate. Yeah, right. So if AD is sitting in the paint, first off, I'm involving like I'm getting Steph moving off the ball. Even if Vanderbilt meets him early, and then I'm getting him in ball screens at the top of the paint. AD, you have to come out. Right. And if you don't come out, you're gonna start getting a lot of shot attempts. And for me, I would I would look for Golden State to almost not double but maybe by 50% take more threes in this game. They're going to take more threes. No, what I meant was it's not that he can't defend in space. It's that at least now he's not in the paint. That's what I'm saying. You really don't want him. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. All right. What do the Lakers need to do to go up 2-0, though, to avoid what just happened to the Sixers? 888-SAY-ESPN. They need the P to put the fire out.
Apparently. That's what that's key KJM. No, no. Calm down. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the more tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap live radio. ESPN radio everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn J. Willemax. We're presented by Progressive Insurance here on ESPN Radio. We're joined now by Frank Isola, Sirius XM NBA Radio and ESPN Around the Horn and PTI. One of the guys I used to love to read in the tabloids. Oh, nothing like grabbing, grabbing a couple of New York tabloids and sitting in a Greek diner and getting a little, uh, you know, eggs over easy in the morning, cup of coffee. Boy, those, that's the thing I missed the most when I didn't live in New York. Frank! Boys, what what's up? up? You know what? You talk about reading the newspaper. Unlike you guys, I don't get chauffeured around in fancy cars. I still ride the subway. You never see anybody reading the paper anymore everyone's just looking at their phone now yeah man me too they're over me too me too it's nothing wrong the subway's fine frankie come on man says the guy who wouldn't know how to get to one (laughs) what are you talking (laughs) about they're underground jay the subway i've been looking for a subway what are you talking about you don't take the subway anymore not unless it's not unless yankees the yankees are in the playoffs and every once in a while i'll jump on the subway for old time's sake oh man i used to take subway all the time when i lived right there in brooklyn over to the city Lies, lies, lies. What are you talking about lies? I live right in Dumbo. Subway every day. You know the subway is not the long car that the Yes, it's not the L train in Chicago. Yes, I know what the subway is. (laughs) Frank, what's your biggest (laughs) takeaway from the Celtics beating the Sixers last night? Uh, I had a funny feeling that Embiid wouldn't be great. Defensively, he was pretty good in the first half, but I wasn't too surprised. I mean, the Celtics were in desperation mode. That was a win they had to have. I know there's been a lot of debate about Embiid not playing in the game. He had been off for 13 days. At some point, you've got to get out there. Hey, if they win the game, if he plays well, they're up 2-0. But I also think, you know, to improve his conditioning, when you're out for that long, you could tell he was laboring a little bit. They were going to try to, you know, attack him, make him come out on the perimeter and guard Al Horford. And now that he's got a game under his belt, and we know how it's going to work in game three. Before the game, they're going to present him with the MVP trophy. The crowd there is going to be absolutely on fire. I think it's good that he got a game in before game three, because that now will be the most important game in the series. Frank, that's what I said. Everybody's like, oh, he shouldn't come back and play. And I'm just saying, well, no, you want to, you want this team to find their groove offensively and defensively and recognize the presence that he brings. He has, he had five blocks last night. 
He, they are a different team with him on the floor. I'd rather get that process started sooner than later in the playoff series. But I wanted to ask you, Frankie, about the Boston Celtics. At the end of the day, who do you think this team actually is? Were they the team from last night, or were they more so the team that we saw in game one? You know, I, I think it's the team from last night, even though I think you look now at the teams left in the playoffs. I think top to bottom, they have the most talent. I thought they had the most talent going into the playoffs, and now the team that should have been their chief rival, the Milwaukee Bucks, are not going to have to face them. They've had some disappointing games, though. You know, they lost game five at home to Atlanta, and then they lose game one at home to um, Philadelphia the other night. So they look more vulnerable than you would think. And if you look at, if you think about Joe Mazzulla, the situation that he's in, he really is in a no-win situation. The only thing he really can do is win a championship. If he gets to the finals, everyone will say, well, they got to the finals last year with a different coach. It's essentially the same team if they fall short. So you could already sense it when they lose. Uh, a lot of it falls on him. I, I couldn't believe how poorly they played the other night. I didn't think they did, obviously didn't do a great job on James Harden. It was good to see uh, Malcolm Brogdon bounce back. I mean, Jay, you, you've seen a lot of bad turnovers before. Mm-hmm. I mean, how about the one that he had late in the game? I mean, when Fred Brown did it a million years ago, he was a freshman at Georgetown. Malcolm Brogdon's been in the league a long time. I've never seen a turnover like that late in the shot clock. Why, first of all, he's not looking to shoot the ball, I didn't understand. But, you know, to, to throw the ball like that to Maxie, that ended up being a huge play in the game. So I know there's a lot of concern up there in Boston. I think the good sign is that Tatum's their best player, and they won a game where Tatum didn't do anything. What was it, one for seven last night? So that, that's a good sign. Watch how quick this goes by, Max. The seat, the series is even now, and they headed back to Philly. Who has the edge? I still think the Celtics, because I think the Celtics, traditionally they've always done well against uh, Philadelphia, especially this Celtic team against this Philadelphia team. Boston's tough enough where they can get one road win. I think if Philadelphia's going to win the series, I think they got to win both games at home. They're capable of doing it. I love the way that uh, Tyrese Maxey has played. The Anthony Melton, who was really good in the Nets series, has been a help off the bench. Paul Reed has been good. But they're going to need Embiid to play like a star now. You know, Embiid, I, I have an MVP vote. I voted him MVP. It would drive me nuts when Embiid would complain, oh, nobody likes me, nobody likes me. Everybody likes Joel Embiid. He's a great player. He's kind of funny. He's a bit of a showman. But now the pressure is going to be on him because now, like they do with all these superstar players, everyone turns, well, have you been to a finals? Have you won a championship? He hasn't been out of the second round. So now it's going to be you know, put up or shut up time for Joel Embiid. He got that trophy that he wanted. Now the thing is beat the best team that's left in the NBA playoffs and get to a conference final. So I, I hear what you say about, like, you know, hey, you were in the finals, you go to, like, KD, right? You were in the finals uh, last year. You got you to gotta get back, right? But I look at KD in the West – and, and I'm thinking the one thing you really got to do is get deeper than Steph or LeBron, especially Steph, it seems to me. And there's a real danger here that that doesn't happen. Isn't that kind of the benchmark, Frank? In terms, for, of, for in terms of what, getting to a final and winning? No, yeah, like he, he has to do that eventually in Phoenix. But this year, you, I would think as long as Steph isn't, you know, doesn't get farther than him, he'd be all right. Why? Because Steph has won before, during, and after KD, and KD's never won without Steph. They're in the same conference now. It, it, it's amazing that uh, Kevin Durant, you know, that stat this year when they lost game one to the Clippers, I think that was seven straight uh, playoff loss. It's hard to believe that a guy that great had lost that many. I, I think what really hurt them was him getting that injury once he arrived in Phoenix because he had missed so much time with the Brooklyn Nets, and now he's with a new team 
and you know he played a couple of games. Next thing you know, he's out of the lineup. But then you do look at that roster; it's pretty thin. And now without uh, Chris Paul, I, I think Kevin Durant knows. Kevin Durant knows that there's always going to be pressure on him, and he's in that category where it's either championship or bust. Maybe that's not going to be the year for them. But I know this: coming back next year with him under contract and Devin Booker. I mean, those are two of the most talented scorers in the league. So now the job to Phoenix is going to be what can you put around them. And what's disappointing is they could beat Denver, but they're going to need Chris Paul. And if Chris Paul's not – if he's going to miss at least the next two games, it's going to be difficult. I I hear what you're saying. It actually takes some pressure off KD, right? Chris Paul's not there. What do you want him to do? It's top-heavy to begin with, all that. I think there's a little bit of that. But I also think, in fairness, again – you know, that trade, you know, happened in February, and then he just didn't play a lot of games with them. And they are losing to the team that did finish with the best record in the Western Conference. The Denver Nuggets, they still kind of float under the radar. So I think it's going to be a major disappointment for Kevin Durant, but I'm not ready to give up on him yet because I still think as long as he can stay healthy, to me, he still has a lot left. Yeah, Frank Isola, around the horn panelists, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Frank, um, the Lakers. The Lakers and the Warriors game is tonight at 9 p.m. What 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 counters do you need to see from the Warriors in order to make them make you believe that they have a chance to win this series tonight? Well, they they got to do something with Anthony Davis. I mean, he was so good, especially in the first half. But even if you go back to the end of the game, you know, after Steph tied it up on that three, their next two possessions they went in the paint. Steph got blocked by Anthony Davis and Jordan Poole. Uh, missed that little runner, which I think the reason why they went for three late, I would have gone for a quick two and just play the foul game there. But I think a lot of it comes down to Anthony Davis, who I think now, if you include the regular season, has played 20 straight games. So we've been kind of always waiting for Anthony Davis to play like this. He was absolutely dominant. And what I worry about, and the Lakers have been great, but you think about you know Miami technically a seven seed, even though they're calling them an eight seed. I mean, if the Lakers keep advancing, what's going to happen next year in the regular season? We already have two teams, the Warriors and the Lakers, which kind of, you know, they kind of load manage all the way through the regular season. I don't think anybody's going to play more than 50 games next year, including the Milwaukee Bucks, who had the best record, mm-hmm. and they're already knocked out. But getting back to your question, it, to me, it's all Anthony Davis. He, when LeBron's going to be your second-best player on certain nights, you, you're going to be pretty tough to beat. Frank Isolo, ladies and gentlemen. You can hear him on Sirius XM. NBA Radio and ESPN, of course, around the horn and PTI, and from time to time, right here on KJM. Thanks, Frank. Gentlemen, I'll see you guys. All right, Frank. Have a good one, brother. Are are we going too far? It, it, like when I say, "Hey, this Warriors Lakers series can affect legacies." When I when I state that, and Jay gives me the tries to stop me from talking with the force that he does not have. <laughs> Is that going too far? You think the series can affect legacies? KJM. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Look, Key, J, I'm the one who keeps saying that, who, that this will have an effect on the legacy of LeBron and Steph. That they have met in the past four times. Well, Steph's up 3-1. Eh. Steph beats LeBron when he has an overwhelming advantage. When, the, when, when it's more or less an even playing field, a level playing field, LeBron won. He was going to win in 15. Then, he, then Steph went up with an overwhelming advantage. It went six games, and Steph won. There's no Kevin Love or Kyrie. He won in 16. And then in 17 and 18, they got KD. I mean, if KD would have gone to the Cavs, it would have been the other way. And now they're meeting again. And coming in, Steph's the favorite, but the Lakers right now are up 1-0. You're saying, Jay, that this will affect no, their I, legacies No, I'm saying what I'm saying. What? Will this, the outcome of this series, affect the legacies of <laughs> Steph <laughs> and LeBron or not? No, not the outcome of the series. The winner of the chip affects the legacy. Really, it's the only thing? Is chip or nothing? Uh, every no year is chip or nothing, Max. The every, Max, let me, the let me tell you about my life. Let me tell you about my life. Now, I have not played as many years as Key did in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Nothing else matters. I, I wouldn't care who I went through. It wouldn't matter if I went through them if I didn't win a chip. Because at the end of the day, you could sit there as a reporter and say, well, the narrative is, if, if I'm Steph, you got through LeBron. Yeah, but I lost a chip. I don't care about getting through LeBron if I lose a chip. Isn't I have it, to win a championship. Wait, isn't it fair to say that the championship is the best thing for your legacy, but there are levels under that? In other words, this one got to the conference finals. This one never got out of the first round, right? Like, I do, th- I agree. I do count chips, but that's not the only thing I count. The, you're, you guys are acting like it's that or nothing. There but are levels. Like, Charles Barkley never won a championship. He has a legacy. Or, but, but his legacy <laughs> is defined at the end of his career. No one was in his in his the height of his career sitting up talking about his legacy in against whoever. They you you have to wait till it's finalized and tally it up at the end to see where everybody finishes at, Max. What? We're not we're not um attacking you or jumping on you or anything like that for what you're saying. For what you're saying, but you're completely wrong. Like there's a, there's this <laughs> They're not this. attacking you, but you're a you're a stupid idiot. No, yes. no, no, but Keith, no, 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 Keith, no, I get it. But what, what you're saying is a, you wait till the end to add it all up, and I think that there's wisdom in that because you get to contextualize differently. But I think it is fair while it's going on to imagine to keep a kind of running tally to imagine how this will still, eventually tally, affect everything. The tally is already running; it's never stopped. They still playing. There's next year. And then there's a year after, and the year after that, that both of them will probably still be playing. So in the end, when they both walk away from the game, Max, at that point in time, you can look at it and say, how many has Steph won? 
How many has LeBron And won? how did they do against and each other? And how did they and do yeah, against yeah. each but, other? But, and where did they meet each other at? And this, that, and the other. It's not going to define them because what if neither wins the championship? Right, but J- I, I think this is a really interesting point. And, but, Jay, what keys is – like that point of view, wait till the end, and then we have a better view of everything. Clearly correct, right? But while it's going on, I really do think it's important – to figure out what people were thinking at the time, to tell the story as it's happening so those details don't get lost. In fact, one of the ways when you compare players, go look at what contemporary audiences believed of those players, right? That helps flesh out the the big picture. And here we are in the middle of it. Should we not talk about it at all until 10 years? No, media media members are allowed to talk about it. I have no problem with that. But just the problem with media, though, is it's definitive. Like when people say things, it's not fluid. Like nobody prefaces comments, right, that go viral by saying, well, there's still a lot more work to be done. It's like, I'm taking this guy off my Mount Rushmore. This guy is greater than that guy. Like, you don't know that yet. Stop making the definitive comments the when you're still a lot more. little workers up on Mount Rushmore who are chiseling the faces. Up, oh, can you make that, that eye look a little more like LeBron's or a little bit more like Kobe's, right? Like, that's, you know. Because what if, what if all of a sudden Kyrie joins the Lakers and uh, Giannis goes to Golden State? Mm-hmm. Now, what if that happens? Well, I like and, the world that you're living in, Key. I like it. And yeah, then tell all me of a more. Sudden, and then all of a sudden, Steph gets another six years in his career, and he <laughs> wins another three chips. And <laughs> LeBron gets another five years in his career, and he wins another chip. Does it make that argument Steph is a better player? But every step of the way, can't, people can't will, be, will be calculating and figuring what, how what this figures to, into what, the big picture. What's your overall theme here? Like, because when I hear legacy, I start to fall asleep. Like that's really? Yeah, it's starting to happen now because it's a it it's something that occurs daily. Weeks. Daily media yeah. members are trying to say what's the legacy? It's such an old lame topic to me cuz you you're really not going to get you ready for it the data points. Oh boy. Until you realize what happens at the end. I don't I don't believe that's true. I do think it further contextualizes. How? You and Kia are right about that. But I do think in that moment, a genuine reaction could be, and for good reason, whoa. So what, for example, let's so say the Lakers win. So what's your take on the legacy now between let's, these two? So, so let's say the Lakers win. Whoa. LeBron got by Steph again. Every single time, Steph's team is the favorite. But unless, question, though, Max, unless he has an overwhelming they, advantage, he doesn't get by LeBron. Or, why? and that, that kind of further, because you're right, there aren't a lot of data points. So each one has big significance. Or, but can I just stop Steph that? finally beat can I LeBron. Just, can I Go just stop, stop you with that Go whole ahead. narrative? Yeah. Excellent narrative. Is LeBron compared to Michael Jordan mm-hmm. for maybe being the top two greatest players in the game of basketball? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, okay. I would say that. Absolutely. Yes, Key, do you agree or with Cap? If you want to say one, two, three, like I, I think yeah, he's I mean, number yeah, one he's for me. He's number. He's not number one for you. Right. MJ is, and right. it's fine. That's sure. a debate. Fine. Has anybody said that Steph is the greatest basketball player to ever live? No. Key, have you said that? No. Okay. So, like for me, I, the conversation has been: Is Steph starting to trend towards top five? So yes. I, 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 I don't understand. Because it's not where just this legacy thing has occurred now that it's a massive topic. Because it's not, not just about, hey, LeBron can't move to one and he won't fall to three, right? It's not just that. It's part of a bigger story. It's not merely where you rank. But I will say this if you think, well, LeBron is cemented at, for most people, two, but in your eyes, one, and that can't change, there's a real recency bias. The reason 
athletes like, let's say, Wayne Gretzky in hockey or Babe Ruth in baseball or Michael Jordan in basketball or Sugar Ray Robinson in boxing, the reason it's so remarkable that they are considered number one by most for so long is that Kobe Bryant comes along, right? And then he makes you forget about what he's so great when you're watching him. No one could be better than this. But unless you have that number one spot, oh, the rest is the rest is 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 as you would say fluid, right? So, so if you think LeBron's status can't be affected by stuff that comes after him, it can be. At the age of thirty-eight years old, after he yes, just became the all-time at, leading, after he just became the all-time leading scorer at thirty-eight. In my, I think it would be very so you, difficult saying, to move him out of my number two. Okay, so right? I, that's what but, I'm saying. But, I don't know I'm not, but everybody's not like but me. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what you're arguing. No, like, everybody's what you, not like you. What what what? what I, I I'm still a little bit lost on what you position. You think Steph's you're, place can't change? I think Steph, we just I just said that. I think Steph's place is changing. Okay, so then his legacy is changing for the better or worse if he loses it's, it's, to LeBron here. Nothing. It's still the same it has for no me. effect. It's so it's not the outcome worse. of a playoff series He's has playing no against effect. Two of the great, one of the greatest players to ever play in LeBron James. I, it's not going to make me drop Steph off the top ten. Now I'm going to use your own stuff against you. This data point means this nothing. Is, it's like, not even a data point no. for you. Okay, it's not a data. The event occurred, but it didn't occur. Like, where is it going to drop Steph, in your opinion, if he is loses to LeBron? Is tonight a must-win for like, the Warriors? I have to figure that out. It's the dumbest conversation of all time. Smartest conversation. Dumb. DJ Willemax. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.